So here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Today, I'm going to talk to you about something that's been making rounds on the internet. People have been asking about this a lot on the internet, and I thought I'd throw my own two cents here. So the question is that people are asking is that basically, is PS5 going to have backwards compatibility with PS4, PS3, PS2, and PS1 or not? Well, here's the thing. If we're talking about backwards compatibility, we know that Microsoft outdid everyone on that front when they made Xbox 360 games slowly but surely available on the Xbox One. At the same time, they had Game Pass, which, as far as I'm aware, it's kind of also like PS Now. I'm not totally sure on that, but I know that it is something like PS Now. So it does play some of those games, and it keeps getting added. So that gets added. I'm not sure if it means that you know, if you have the disc, you pop it in, and you can still play it. I mean, I'm not sure on that front. But as far as I understand it, they do have it, and they're trying hard to keep it that way. Now, the next thing that becomes kind of a question for everyone is that how is Sony going to respond to this? Like, they currently have PS Now. They announced PS4 games will be compatible with PS5. And the other thing that really matters to all of us is that, how about the rest of the generation? Now the thing is, Xbox doesn't have that much of a backwards compatibility to begin with. They only have Xbox 360 and just Xbox One. Xbox One is already backwards compatible. If this wasn't possible, then it would suck. Then, of course, we know that they do support it. Then they have Xbox 360 in the back catalog, which is also really good. And when it comes to original Xbox games, I don't think there's that many games that people do want to play. But when it comes to PlayStation, we have five different freaking generations of it. So yeah, obviously people's expectations are kind of high. I mean, they're thinking that, okay, so what are you going to give us? Of course, PlayStation's catalog is way bigger. And, well, it does need a whole lot of support. When it comes to PS4, Sony already said that they're doing their best to bring it to everyone. And they said that 100 PS4 games, the top 100 PS4 games will be available to be backwards compatible. As soon as possible, we're doing more to bring that list even higher, which sounds really great. So at this point, it means that basically you can have backwards compatibility across the board for PS4 at some point. Well, when it comes to PS3 or PS2, Hell no with PS1. What's going to happen then? The first question that we need answered is that do we even need those games? I mean, let's be honest here. Do we? That's, that's one of my main questions to everyone. Why do you need PS2 or PS1 games, for example? How necessary are those? I mean, why? Why would you even need that? So that's my first question to everyone. I, I don't think that it's necessary at all. Well, when it comes to PS3, that I think is necessary. However, Sony already answered that with PS Now. They're saying that, okay, we have PS Now. Use it. Stream games. But the problem is that not many people can do that. That apparently the internet connection that it requires is pretty high. And it ain't easy to do. Not for everyone, at least. But for many of us who already have the physical games, it would be nice if we could just pop it in and just play it. So... The thing is, guys, that 
if they were to add support to, for that. It, it's kind of a difficult job. It's not super easy at all. Like the coding, everything related to that, it's not super easy. Even if it were, they would just make it you know, digitally. Like they wouldn't bother with making it possible so you can pop the disc in. I don't think Sony has that in their mind. Number two, they're doing all they can to make PS Now more accessible to everyone. They're doing everything. They're just trying their hardest to make it, well, exciting and nice for everyone. They're doing everything in their power. They're making the price more affordable, apparently, in the future. They're doing the internet, you know, like making the internet uh, easier to be uh, working with the stream service. There's lots of things that Sony's doing just to make this work. I don't think suddenly they're going to be like, okay, we have PS Now, we have those games there, but because we love you, you get to play all those games that you already have in your console just by popping the disc in so that we don't have this service anymore. It doesn't make sense. Business side, it doesn't make sense. However, there's this other thing. Not everyone still has their PS3 games on disc. Not everyone still has it on their account. I mean, back then, not that many people bought it in their accounts. So for me, at least, I would say that for me, it's a huge win if I get to play PS3 games on my PS4 console. Why? Well, here's one thing that's good for us and terrible for developers. For example, I heard Mass Effect Trilogy is basically coming back, that basically they are remastering it for the new generation. I mean, by new generation, I mean PS4 and Xbox One, not PS5. Maybe they even get PS5. I heard that that's even a possibility. But the thing is, how much of a good remaster is this going to be? I already played all the DLCs. I already played every game. I have it on a disc for PS3. Mass Effect 1, I actually played it first like for that comic book, which was for Mass Effect 2 PS3 version, then played it on my computer later on. But still, I played all of them. I still have all of them. The only reason that would make me want to get the remastered version, aside from good graphics, which honestly at this point I don't care that much about, is none other than improvements. For one, give me a new ending that makes sense. You have this chance to make a good ending, to give me an ending that I like, to redeem yourself, Bioware. I mean, it's still a sore spot. A game so perfect, a game so amazing that one ending ruined all of the experience. So this is why people might or might not buy these remasters. If there isn't if there is an incentive that makes me want to buy it. If not, then screw that. Why am I going to do it if I can just pop the disc in and play it all over again? Because of some graphics? Hell no. I just want to play the game. Have fun. I have the DLCs. I don't need the DLCs. One of the reasons that this generation had so many freaking remasters was because the games were not compatible with next gen. If it were, we would not be seeing remasters. Many of these remasters were terrible. Many of them. Some of them were actually good. GTA V needed to come to PS4. We know, we know that. Of course it did. And it gave us lots of new things to appreciate. Last of Us, 
it did as well. It gave us something amazing to look forward to. But there were some remasters that were not worth the money. Batman Return to Arkham looked crappier when remastered. How is that even possible? The game looked amazing. Not even with Unreal Engine 4, but a different kind of Unreal Engine, which didn't even try its hardest. And yet it looked amazing. Yet the remaster sucked. Some remasters, of course, were good, but most of them were terrible. They were just cash grabs. Some of them were remakes, yet they, for some reason they were called remasters. Why? Even developers are confused. See? See what you did? So, to answer your question, do we need backwards compatibility for all the PS library? No. I think the PS3 would be a great addition. It would actually give an extended beginner's life to PlayStation 5. What do I mean by that? It means that when you buy this freaking console, at first, you don't have much to do with it, right? You just have to play your old PS4 games with a patch and wait for new games. Spend lots of money on them. Or play every game you have. That would be cool. Besides, when you say backwards compatible with PS2, Jesus, we already have the digital versions of on PlayStation Network. There's so many of them. The good ones at least are there. Not all of them, granted, but many of them. Why would you need to even have the disc? I don't have an original PS2 disc. Most of them were, you know, basically pirated versions. But still, PS3, I have originals. I would definitely love to play them. Would I be disappointed if PS5 didn't have them? That compatibility? No. Would I be disappointed if it didn't have PS4 compatibility? Yes. So while Xbox is doing its best, it's doing it to simply rival Sony. I'm not saying PS Now is the best solution we have. I'm just saying that there's not many people who want to play PS3 games on a PS5 anymore. Maybe when PS4 was around, yes, we all did. We wanted to. We didn't have that many games. And it was a disappointment. But when you go into the next gen, I think most people would just care about the last gen being playable. So yeah, that's my opinion. If you guys think that it's really important to play PS3 games on PS5 or PS2 and PS1, please tell me your reasons as to why do you think this is a good idea. At the same time, I hope that Sony makes PS4 truly backwards compatible. Actually, sorry, forwards compatible with PS5. So anyways, guys, thank you for joining. I hope that this episode was enlightening for you, and I would love to hear from you guys. See you guys very soon.